Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dating Over 30 Sucks, the podcast where we're going to have libations and conversations about situations. I got me wine today. But <laughs> I'm really excited to record with my friend Ashley, who's here. Hi, Ashley. Hey, girl, hey. I'm so <laughs> excited to have you here and have this conversation. And as always, we were talking a lot beforehand. Yes. And but we, I was like, we got to jump into this. Um, I always want to start with, do you, do you remember how or when we met? You know, I feel like it was, because, um, you know, me and, me and my roommates, um, the trifecta. I feel like we were doing, like, it was something, maybe it was Screaming Eagles, or I don't know what it was. So I feel like we were doing the Soldier Boy something at a Central. Oh, my God. And I feel like you on the floor and me and her were down there being rats from Charlotte. Wait. Now I I'm think that might have been the first time. Yeah. I feel like I actually kind of remember, remember what you're talking about. It was something foolish. It wasn't. Yeah, it was foolishness. We had a lot of fun in college. I'll yes. just say that. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> We were, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the, that's the first core memory I have interacting with you, me and her being foolish and you were not far away. Yes. That literally sounds right up my alley. (laughs) So yeah, but no, I'm excited to have you on. We, when I reached out, it was just, I I always reach out and I never assume people are going to say yes. (laughs) And I think it's probably a very weird Aquarius thing about me, which I always assume people hate me. (laughs) So I'm just like instantly always like oh my god she said yes that's always me i'm like she said yes i'm a pisces i'm not gonna cry but um no yeah i'm cool i was i was being foolish on twitter not even really being foolish yeah it was from twitter (laughs) um you know just talking about um married men folks and the habit of of married men who were unhappy but that's a conversation for a later point but um but yeah, no, absolutely, I'm down. Yes, I, and I was so happy to have you <laughs> on here. So thank you for being here. Of and Thanks we'll look, me. we'll jump right into the first question, which is, why do you think dating over thirty sucks? I mean, it's very ghetto. Um, <laughs> it's ghetto. Honestly, right? I think we have all these expectations of, you know, when we'll be our full selves, and I think a lot of us, maybe at mid to late twenties, you think I'm an adult, I'm grown, you're done with college. You know, I'm a real, you know, big girl at this point. So we assume. Yeah, and I I think, you know, you feel like you'll be where you're supposed to be before you hit 30. I think the reality of it is, is that for for most of the people I know that are 30 or over, it just kind of busts you in the back of the head. Like, Mm. you're starting to figure out who you are. Um, Maybe life events have happened. You've grown up a tremendous amount in ways you probably didn't even expect or forecast and and yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's just kind of a reckoning that comes. It's a different level of maturity. Mm. My mom always calls them like your wilderness years. Before you our, get so our thirties are wilderness. Years? I think is it Ooh. when you get yeah. Our thirties are like your wilderness years. And by the time you hit forty, you're supposed to be out of it. I hope I can. Oh look, she I need to come oh. out of the, the woods because <laughs> that sounds about and right, so, and I don't like it. That's what, and I don't know. She <laughs> don't probably like got that made that <laughs> up in Bible study or something. But she's called it that, like. You know, you hit 30, by the time you hit 40, you know, wasn't that when the Israelites came out of Egypt and oh, they were yeah, yeah, the yeah. desert? I'm on Bible study. But she calls that your, your wilderness years. And you think about it, you're digging into your career, yeah. you know, determining whether you want to have children or not. They tell us we're geriatric by the time we hit 35, you do want to have kids. Yes. You know, you feel like your clock is ticking, you feel like you're supposed to get married and you're trying to find out who you are um, and, and where you want to be. And so I think the reason that it sucks is that 
we're all kind of figuring it out in a way that we anticipated that we'd already be done. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if that was articulated the way I wanted to, but you thought you'd be done growing up. And there's a whole other phase we have to go through. And I think people are more honest with themselves or they're more committed to lying to themselves. Mm. Um, they're trying to settle in their happiness or unhappiness and really figure out who they are. And so you put all of us in this vacuum of, of development. Um, those wilderness years, we're all wandering around the forest together. And so nobody really... I don't know. I think the beauty of it is when it doesn't suck is when you find someone who's creeping on the edge of the forest at the same time as you. And it's like, okay, I can, I can get right. You know, we might be on the same page. Let's hop out of here together. This feels like a whore. But most everybody's (laughs) like, you know, you know, again, inside this vacuum, just spinning around. Yeah. It's it's ghetto. That's the best way I can describe it. It's ghetto. Growth is ghetto. It's really ghetto. Yeah. And it, the, the, the visual you give of being in the wilderness, like I do agree. I think for those of us who are single and maybe not looking to date, but really digging into our career, it is kind of sifting through Mm -hmm. the mud. I mean, I did a huge career. Well, not huge, but I I changed careers in my thirties because Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not happy. This is not where I want to be. I don't, this doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I'm going to do it, I need to do it now because I don't want to be in my 40s or 50s. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, I was like, I'm not going to be that person who sits at a job right. for 20 years, right. miserable, and then be like, you know what? Like I'm 52. I'm a, I'm a goat become a nurse. Right. Like, no. no I'm not, yeah. yeah, I'm not doing all that. I'm going to try to change this now while I'm, like you said, while you're still young. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. dating, I, I kind of agree. It's, it's a little... It's got Yeah, no, it's it's trash. It's it's the world. Especially because you didn't expect to be dating in your thirties. Mm. You know, it, when we were you know in college or you know you're twenty two, you think you'll be done by then. Yeah. Um, but essentially, we're just kind of getting started. What about you? I mean, <laughs> did you was this what you first saw, Reza? Like, did you think when you were in your twenties, like when we were in school, were you? Because I don't remember you. Oh God, I was dumb. You were in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm a you relationship, were a relationship person. Yeah. And, and I think, you know. So did you think because you were in a relationship like, oh, I know by my 30s we'll, we'll be married and kids oh, and all yeah. that? If you probably ask any of them, you know, like, oh, she probably said it a few times. But, you know, I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed when I say that <laughs> from, you know, like an emotional standpoint, especially from where I'm standing today. But, you know, my parents have been married for 42 years. Mm. I don't know math, but I think that's roughly about right. My mom had me, um, had my sister when she was 26. You know, she was married at 23. Oh, wow. And so I was like, okay, girl, this is the that's blueprint. Um, and it was, no, God, Jesus Christ. Mm. No, we still had the club to go to. Um, was a lot. Of, yeah, a yeah, lot. Of, and I think a lot of experience. us, you know, <laughs> with baby boomer parents, yeah. you know, a lot of them... You know, that was their blueprint. Um, you know, probably, I don't know. My grandma probably got married at like 17. I don't know. Hell. But, you know, I did think that. I thought I would get my degrees. I would get my job. And then it would be time to marry and have children. Um, but, yeah, no. Hell no. Oh, God, it's far off. Very mm. far off. And I think I was driving early today like, girl, I know you did not foresee where you are now. But I'm grateful. Okay. I'm grateful. It, it was I was dumb for a long, long time. Just, but, and I say dumb with respect 
not to anyone else's fault. Yeah. But not knowing who I, what I know now and who I am now. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that dumb shit. I thought I was going to be like, oh, two kids, what time I'm 30? <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me though. So. It's you know, it, it's funny because I think that reality versus or what we mm-hmm. thought versus our reality. Mm-hmm. Even not even just from 20 to 30 mm-hmm. because that's like the the perspective I love of this show, but it's also even sometimes 30 to where you are 30 now. Like so for <laughs> me it's like even from 30 yeah to 36 no, and it's real. 6 years. Yes. I still am like, this ain't quite what but I thought no. I was going to be. <laughs> like I shared earlier, if I, in my 20s, and I mean legitimately, I knew, I was like, my 30s are going to be fabulous. Because right. I felt like I didn't really peak in my 20s. No. I had like a quarter life crisis. Yep. And yep. First off. <laughs> I was bald headed. <laughs> And mind your business if you know I was bald head. I know too. I was bald head. <laughs> but I, I am just like <laughs> dying because I remember how pissed people were that you had cut your hair. You lying. Yes. Let me tell you something. I will say a hearty F you because you know who you are. Uh, yes. But people he were called me dirty. Tennis bald head. Um, a few of them, my friends um, and middle finger, both of y'all used to call me Billy the Bald Eagle. Oh what my was, God. What's our mascot name? Oh, Eddie. 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 Oh my God. Um, Girl, I was somebody asked if I had cancer, but anyway. Okay, now see, first off, that's just black Southern people who don't yeah. know how to act. Yeah, right. but it was at church too. Yes. <laughs> but I remember that. that. It just was funny to me because I'm like, I do remember you cut all your hair off. And yeah. people were like legitimately. But upset. how? When I had bangs all over my head, stop faking on me. My hair wasn't growing. But anyway, oh my gosh. But here. yes. Um, <laughs> But it was like, when I was in my 20s, especially in college, you're just so optimistic about your future. You are. I just knew, I was like, you know, this this ain't my peak right now. But when I'm 30, I'm going to be in my career, and I'm going to be this exec, and I'm going to be in the fashion industry, and... I just knew my 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 husband because mm-hmm. I was I, I've never been anti marriage growing up, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, my husband, my man, he's gonna be just as successful. It's he's a, gonna be tall, it's a great vision, and and like suits, mm-hmm. and we're gonna live in this beautiful. Yeah, we're gonna I live in this beautiful like mid level, not penthouse yet, but like mid level, and we're looking mm-hmm. out like I over. Can see it. I just knew that was gonna be my story, and but kids were never a part of that. Mm-hmm. Kids were never a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I actually remember a mutual friend of ours who I remember the first time she was like, Oh, I'm trying to live that dink lifestyle. And I was what like, that? double income, no kids. D I N K. Oh, double income, no kids. Okay. And I remember being like, yes, that's exactly never, what that's I want. Cool. And because it would, it just sounded so beautiful. It like does. I could just live this life in we could we would have our issues i never thought marriage was perfect but i just knew that was a life that mm-hmm. was going to be for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i never foresaw myself just being single but as i've dated specifically <laughs> in my late 20s and <laughs> early 30s right it really was like but can i do that without I, mm-hmm. yeah, him yeah yeah because can. it became more of like i said earlier i would rather have a kid and deal with that yes. for the rest, even as a single parent, yeah. which, you know, whether you agree or not. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'd rather have a kid and deal with that for the rest of mm-hmm. my life than potentially a man who, I like you said, you can't really 
No. You 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 got to take them for what they are. And and to that earlier point that we were making is that even your line of thinking, that dink thing is is next level. I don't know, to think <laughs> that way in your 20s is what a pioneer, whoever that was. But, you know, a lot of, you know, my homegirls, line sisters, you know, some are married, some are not. Some are very single. Some are single and optimistic. Some are single and like, get the hell on. But I think <laughs> essentially it's like, if I had to put the two together, mm-hmm. I am way more open. And some of them have like decided, you know, I don't think I'll have children or I may not, or whatever, or just absolutely no. But if you had to put the two up against each other, marriage seems like the absolute no. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, and because there is so much that you have to take into consideration, especially the older you get, like we were saying earlier, like, you know more. Yeah. You know so much more about yourself. You, so, you know so much more about the life you want to create for yourself and the experiences that you've had, the places you don't want to go back to. You know, it, it seems like the obvious hell no. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know if it's sad, but again, at my big age, I know so much more than I did, like you said, when I was 30. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. That vision, though, sounds... It's, it's like, that's, that sounds real nice. That but. was what I, I literally was like, you couldn't have told me any different. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a lot. That is what God, you know, I'd be like, God don't want me to struggle. <laughs> no, and I firmly believe that regardless of what you choose, I am not about to be out here struggling. Yes. I was like, God wants me with a beautiful man who, like, I kind of foresaw it even kind of the way of like a Sierra and Russell Wilson where they're kind of just all on top of each other, but minus the kids. A lot of children. Yeah. Yeah, But like like the, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm going to be out of town. And then he like pops up out of nowhere. Just Mm -hmm. like, I'm surprising you. Like, oh my God. Right. Oh, that was And I'm like all on top of you. Mm -hmm. Like, or, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, at Essence Festival, like moderating. And then he's backstage or something. That was the lifestyle I thought I would have Mm -hmm. where we can be just as lovey-dovey, but just not have the repercussions. Right. 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 No love children. Right. And I do, don't get me wrong, I love being a mom, um, but I respect the choice that people make and even that vision that you have for yourself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's a that's a real mature vision to have in, in your 20s. Yeah. Oh, and that I was admi- that respect. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, me floating around being a dum dum. I didn't think that big. Mm. What, what about what about you? What was your what was your idea of where you would be in your 30s compared to like the reality? Ugh. Do you feel like you're kind of at least closer in that same space no, that you I thought you'd that, be? I had a very, it was the complete opposite of yours. Like I okay. had that dumb, dumb vision. And it's not dumb, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And no disrespect to anybody that aspires towards that. But, you know, it was like career, mom, wife. You know, people put that in a bio on Instagram and, and, and not have one anymore. But I think I, I used to look at that. And, and when I went down the journey that I've been on um, and that I'm still on, you know, when I read that now, and no disrespect to people who have that, but when I read it and apply it to myself, it's like, that's not, that is not who I am. That mm-hmm. is not enough to describe me. That is not enough, you know, to conceptualize where I want to be and where I'm going. Mm. And I always had that vision for myself, you know, wife, mom, believer, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that might be Aisha Curry's. <laughs> but no shade. I love, I love Aisha. <laughs> but, um... You know, I, I that's that's what I saw, and nothing more than that. Mm. I think the older that I've gotten, um, at my big age, my vision has changed 
to to that, but like yeah. <laughs> no man and like two Doberman pictures. Like that would make me very happy. I got their names, Smith and Weston. But that I was my point. <laughs> that was my new vision for myself. It hasn't quite gone that way, but you know, that was that was the new plan, the new build. So yeah, it was that it was that um wife mom believer in like paw prints in the bio and Oh, Shit. not the yeah. This is <laughs> weak. super weak for me. Weak as hell for me. So that's that was my young vision. Oh my god, and goodness. nothing more than that. And I mean, how? What about now? Like, are you are you dating? Are you out in these I, streets? I, I, I won't say in the Ooh. streets. My attitude is poor because I know so much. Okay. Um, and I am dating. Um, how is that? How is dating? <laughs> I will say. Because um, I feel like the last time we probably actually had a legit like sit down talk in my mind was when we were in undergrad. Jesus Christ. I'm so far from that. Um, <laughs> There's I, something else I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it off, <laughs> off recording. But. Yeah, that, I, I feel like that I, was probably it. And you... Well, and I think we had a conversation on, in the bowl one time. We did. We were grown. We were adult. But it was also so much going on around us. Yeah, It was, it was a was lot going on. I'm not going to say my right mind either. I do. Right. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Samesy. But, but anyway. I, um, I do... I feel like the last time we really like connected and, and really talked, mm-hmm. you were at the time dating. But like I said, I think we were still young. We were still. I think it was, it was like very, close to like very, us leaving and graduating and having those very, like very stupid. We're now gonna be adults kind of conversation. <laughs> Look, you want to talk about reality versus right? <laughs> um, still very dumb. No, I think um, and dumb for me, a- Ashley. Dumb <laughs> is what I'll call it. Um, you said, how's it been for me? I will say, gosh, me today, I am completely unrecognizable to who I think I used to be um, Mm -hmm. or who I was in my 20s and even who I was at 30. Um, Don't get me wrong, I'm still an asshole. Um, (laughs) I'm a bit of a jerk, but, you know, I'm still at my core who I, you know, have always been. But the way that I see the world, the way that I experience the world, the way that I see other people, the way that I experience myself, Mm. the way that I see myself is completely different. And it has directly impacted the way that I um, date and see relationships. Um, And again, I'm always bringing it back to I'm a Pisces. I'm very romantic, very dreamy, always going to cry. And my mind might be elsewhere. But when I think about... Who I am now and as it relates to dating, as it relates to being in a relationship with another person. Um, I'm very much, again, I think I told you earlier, I go where the love is. Mm. Um, and See, I don't trust the love. I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, this feels too good I to mean, <laughs> right. And that, and that skepticism, I've yeah. had conversations with like Lances about that, like homegirls about that, which is unfortunate because we don't deserve that, right? Yeah. Um, it's a for, but we have to be. It's a it's a self defense. I was gonna say it's definitely a, a defense um, mechanism for sure. But I, yes, I definitely go where the love is. But I think I just bring. I don't polish anything up anymore, right? You feel like oh, you have okay. to, um, you know, be a certain way or or look a certain way, and I just kind of am what I am because that's who I've had to become comfortable with. Yeah. Um, everything that I'm growing, everything that I'm changing, admitting when I'm fucking up, admitting when I'm doing something right, you know, big up in myself, being very humble. I just bring whatever I am to the table. Um, I'm very clear on what I will not tolerate. 
because mm. I'm there is power in knowing like I'm not pressed about none of this because I'll be fine regardless. Yeah. Um, because I'm confident like that Michelle Barack he was a fully actualized person. Yeah. I'm really really running towards that, and so my belief the way I approach dating now is is that as I'm trying to be a fully actualized person, you know I get to bring that only with someone who is is running towards that same goal, and so. You know, when I'm sorry, I apologize when I'm uncomfortable. Even the little things that in the past, I'll say 23-year-old version of me, would have been insecure about, would have kept to myself. I blurt everything out. Like, mm. I'll say it. I over-communicate. I overshare. Um, and it's made for a, a really good dating experience for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, being vulnerable, but also, like, like, I'm insecure about this thing. You were here, and I didn't feel good about it. You know, and I'm okay with that. I'll punch you in your face. Like, that's how I feel and it is what it is. And so, but I've had to get really, really comfortable in myself to be okay to do that with another person. Mm -hmm. And these things out here ain't really trustworthy, so I understand why people don't want to do that. But I finally found, like, that that wilderness, you know, that I've been in, found someone, I think, that's on the edge of that, too. You know, kind of on that precipice of, okay, let's step out of it and we can finally be in a promised land. We're both trying to be healthy, you know. Um, I know what you expect. I know what you won't tolerate. And so it's it's been different. Um, I will say that. But it's only been different. It's only been good because of the growth and the work that I've had to do on myself. Yeah. That was a long story. but No. Yeah. It's, it's really beautiful. I mean, obviously me, I'm being all like super... <laughs> Because I'm just like, I know you and I'm happy for you. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it, that it, is so fucking beautiful. Well, I love you it looks, it look, it's a different look. I will say that. Yeah. Um, it's an unconventional look for me. But again. But I truly believe. And again, I'm biased. <laughs> but it's always who I thought you are. Like you, you really are just this, you know, beautiful person inside and out. Yes. And we're always... But in a way that, like, you're flawed, but in a good way because you're human. Yeah. We're all flawed. I, and Yeah. Yeah. And, like, unapologetically flawed. Like, I tell people, all, like, I, I think it's on my, my, my Instagram. It's, like, flawed and all. Like, mm-hmm. I am not perfect. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm imperfect. Mm-hmm. I embrace my imperfections mm-hmm. because that's the only way I can grow, get better. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'm imperfect and I'm like, that's just, that's just who the fuck I am. Right. Like, right. You know? Like... Some people are like, oh, you know, change. I'm like, look, there's some shit that's awful about me. And I'm like, I'm just not going to change that. And and I can bring, and you yeah. deserve to date somebody who was like, this is some shit that I'm working on yeah. or not working on. This is who I am. And I'm going to present it to you. If you don't right. like it, I'm not like blast. punching kids at right. the playground. No, right? like, like, you know, if somebody father. track showing in public, I'm going to laugh. And yeah. if that makes you uncomfortable, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I like, my flaws are little flaws. Like, it's not enough for you to be like, I can't wait yeah, my mom. Like, like no. you're embarrassing. Yeah. I'm not like a, <laughs> it's not crazy. A, like an axe murder or anything, but you know. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, even how you're dating and really being, um, to be honest, being so much, being so grounded in mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. and what you're, you know, you want, you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Has that, now you also were married. Yes. In divorce, mm-hmm. you been have you been divorced for a while, or are you newly? Time be moving. Um, God, it's been over a year at this point. So fairly newly divorced. Is it come? It's running up on two years, I think. Right? No, eh, what's math? Yeah, next year will be two years. So it's a year and some change. So this is a thing I'm becoming a little jealous. I'm 
like, how are y'all married? <laughs> and y'all be married. Had a kid. Kid, no um, kid, divorce. And then y'all like, yep, I'm dating, find a nice guy. And I'm like, wait a wait a minute. Y'all supposed to be at the back of the line. <laughs> There's some of us who've been at the front of the line waiting. No, legit. And y'all got a VIP no, pass no, because no, I got legit. a code. And no. I don't know what that code was. Wait, 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 I'm kidding. No. Um, <laughs> it's not. But no. <laughs> at the end of the day, that was, I think, because I was so adamant. You know what they say about, you know, when you tell God your plans. I don't know. Mm. What is it? He kikis. I don't remember the quote. But but I was so adamant about, you know, when I came out of, of that um, relationship, out of that marriage, um, I'm never doing this again. Oh. I had a very clear cut goal. I'm going to, you know, build a house and make something of myself. I'm going to advance in my career. I'm going to, you know, I had picked up picked out the puppy farm in Kannapolis. Like, I knew mm -hmm. exactly where I was going to get my Doberman from. Oh, my god! And, you know, prepping my son. You know, we're going to get two dogs. This is their... Right. And I did no plans for that anyway. And it kind of just, you know, bust me in the back of the head. It was not something that I was necessarily open to. Okay. Um, Because, again, dating is ghetto. Like, it's, it's... And I knew that from seeing people who were still out here doing it. And I genuinely don't like men but i love men yeah you know it's just there's a lot and i don't i don't if i don't feel like doing something actually not gonna do it yeah um like oh you might invite me to your party i'm not gonna come if i want to come yeah um and that was a party i did not want to go to um and so i think i think it was because i was very very adamant about not going there that it just kind of fell open and it birthed from a friendship and then you know, I've known him for a while, um, long time. Oh, so um, you didn't do like dating apps or anything? Oh, like, this no. isn't a stranger. Mm -mm. Oh. It was like it was like LinkedIn, and it was like, oh, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I love LinkedIn. I, you know, go, you know, network, build your career. But it was LinkedIn. <laughs> and I swear. You and it, are it, dating someone you y'all knew? No, each other. we knew. We went to school a long, long time ago, but um, ended up in a similar situation. Okay. And so, you know, he was kind of in his wilderness. Because now I'm like, update LinkedIn. <laughs> Came out profile. of here. And, you know, I, I'm a nerd. And so I'd be on LinkedIn and blase, blase. Oh, look at my job. I'm an advocate. And um, it was like, oh, how are you doing? And then, you know, just kind of sparked from that. Um, essentially. So, no. No, I enjoy a dating profile. Because what's not going to happen is... You know, I'm finna screenshot my dating profile and put it in <laughs> chat and embarrass me. And I don't know if I don't like that. But I, I, I don't think I ever would have done it because really? okay. yeah, I just needed to wait till the spring till that new litter was born. And I was going to be good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, you was like, it was I'm the dog. Do it. Like, that it was is, it. And it's still about the dog. The, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm going to get at least one. But, you know, it, it was not something that I wanted. I was going to opt out. Mm. And, um... Yeah, nah. Okay. I wasn't even open to, like, if, if I had a family, my grandma um, asked me, like, oh, will you ever marry again? I was like, hell no. That's what I was going to ask. Hell nah. Really? I'm, I'm leaning towards softening to it. But, okay. you know, eat glass was my initial response. Because for what? Yeah. You know, I don't need, dogs love you way more than a so husband. Unconditionally. <laughs> you know, I want to, you know, you're happy when I come home. Yeah. So I was really invested. No matter what state I'm in. Right. You know? <laughs> You're excited of me. Right. You know, you'll come, you'll be there. So, no, I was not. Not at all. Okay. And um, I was okay with it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was 
think that's a very interesting thing because when you are married, specifically as black women, let's just let's keep it a buck, right? As black women, <laughs> there's naturally an expectation of us, um, especially with marriage, holding on to marriages when you should just Don't let it the hell go. Um, I even know some women who knew they shouldn't have gotten married, mm. like had like. I don't think this is what I should really? be doing. And, but again, it's like you said, it's the mom, the grandma, the aunties oh, yeah. in society. Pressure, and it's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to get into it and boom, they divorce. Um, that's a, I always tell people, that's a real pressure that black women face. That mm. black men, I don't care. Oh, no, some of us, no, 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 no. Y'all, black men do not face the pressures of marriage and kids, I think, to the same extent as black women. And even with education, right, I felt, you know, we said a little before, I remember going to, before I went to college, before I went to school, my aunts and my uncles and my mom, it was just like, focus on school, you know, mm -hmm. focus on school, you know, mm -hmm. get that paper, get mm -hmm. that education, and mm -hmm. don't worry about them boys, they're going to be there, yeah. you know, and then I was like, cool, and I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, I'm now I, I had fun with the boys, but I wasn't worried about that. Right. It was it was just like let me get this degree, and then once I graduated, went into grad school, it slowly became like so. I mean, you know, you already got the bachelor, you got your bachelor's. So mm -hmm. I mean, what's mm -hmm. what's going on? You gonna bring somebody? And I felt like none of my guy friends were getting that same no line of questioning. And man does. I. I got a dog when I turned 25 in grad school because I was like, if I get a dog, maybe they'll leave, leave me the hell alone. Where's the dog? He passed. He oh, passed sorry. last year. Yeah. But he, it did. Believe it or not. It eased it up for you. It eased it up. Really? Because I kid you not, I had Blair and it was just like I would bring him home and he was just like the family and nobody really questioned what? me as much. You know, it was kind of like, kinda okay, move. well, she's, you know, she's being responsible. And I think it was also that like, well, if she's getting a dog, then maybe that'll lead to a... But I never... I was never a kid. I never wanted kids. Right. And even with my sister having a kid, mm -hmm. my mom... I will never forget the time I blanked on my mom. And I didn't curse at her or anything mm -hmm. like that. I, I, I respect her too much to do that. But she... I remember I was in the parking garage driving and my sister hadn't had the baby yet, but she was very close to being due. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember my mom being like, well, you know, well, when are you going to give me a grandchild? And so if I said, wait a minute, yeah, I said, first off, lady, you're name? about to be a grandmother Oof. in moments. And you are still worried about my uterus? Like, I just went off because I was like, why does it matter? Mm -hmm. You're going to be a grandma. Mm -hmm. You're going to spoil them. Mm -hmm. You need to, you have to have two now? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> is one not enough? And, and, and it's... I can relate to that because even with the one, um, I still, my, my mother will say little, you know, she's very, you know, she's, mm -hmm. um, well, I only got, you know, only my sister has a daughter. I only got, but the two, what are right. you going to do? You only got, but the one, I'm like, lady, if I had another kid and I lost this one, that's not a backup. Right. I'm still going to be down a kid. What do you mean? Like she, but, but that pressure that you were talking about. I don't think it befalls men in general. I think... Oh, at all? I think there is such... And I, I don't know if I've said this already on here, but 
you know, my grandmother said, and I'm sure it came from her mother, half a man is better than no man at all. Mm. And you are taught, my mother said that even at our alma mater, she said that when she graduated, or maybe her senior year, they came into the dorm with silver. They, there was a vendor that came in and prevented them, presented them tea sets for when they entertained for their husbands. So the message oh, that you got wow. is very much like, it's, I was like, is it the 50s? But the message that you got, and I don't know if it's a Southern thing either, yeah. but was the exact opposite. It was, this is the type of man you need to pray for. You need to be evenly yoked. And you mm. ask God to give you this kind of man. And have you written your vision out of what kind of man you want for mm. your husband to be? That, and, and it was like, yeah, you're going to be educated. You got to go to college, but you got to get you a husband. Mm. And so it was the exact opposite. So I, that 22-year-old stupid vision, and I don't mean to call it stupid if you aspire to such, but for me, it was grooming. One of the things that I had to learn in this journey that I'm on, I read this book um, that it was like Bible to me, but it was, it's Glennon Doyle's Untamed. Okay. Um, but she says that the, the point in her life that she knew that she was a real adult was when she felt like she could pull away from her training and listen to herself. Wow. And for me, that was game changing, right? Like I had to pull away from who I was trained to be, from all the lessons, all the, the things that I had been indoctrinated to believe as a woman and really check in with myself. That's, that's a gem right there. <laughs> You're dropping. That's, that's a gem right there. Everything wow. for me to pull away from that training because like you're saying, you know, you know women who knew they weren't supposed to get married, but they yeah. still made loyal to their training. Mm -hmm. How much of our lives do we have to give up before we start to check in with ourselves? Yeah. It changes the game. It changes the way you perceive dating. It changes the way you see yourself. It changes the way you see your future. And when I made this decision for myself, because that half a man is, no, is better than no man at all, when I got to that point, it was rough. Mm. Um, because you will die without a man. You will die without a husband. You will die without, you know, being a wife or a mom. Yeah. And another piece I got from that book, I was carrying that book around like it was the Holy Bible. Okay. Yeah. And another really, really thing, and I still say it to this day, is that you get one life. Yep. One experiment that you have to walk by That's yourself. It. That's it. And you, you have to know that nobody knows the right answer to any of the decisions that you make. Who you're supposed to be with, what you're supposed to do, whether you have children or not. But you cannot ask people for directions to places that they've never been. Mm. And I had to stop doing that. Okay. And even though it's gotten real, you know, again, it, it, dating is ghetto, but nobody can tell me how to date. You know, at this big age, at this point in my life, being a mom, you know, being out of a, outside of a, you know a marriage, nobody can. My mother can't. My mother can't tell me that. You've been married forty two years. You ain't dating yeah, since seventy nine. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you can't teach me how to do this. I have to walk it by myself. But I've got to pull away from the things you try to indoctrinate me with. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because, like, you know, I was you earlier. Like, if you look around, even if you just listen, a lot of people are really really dedicated to their training and they're miserable yeah um, oh absolutely i wouldn't say all but <laughs> a lot of it's a lot it's a lot who listen i, I will say it's and, and for me i do have a slightly different perspective mm -hmm. because i grew up in maryland and, mm -hmm. and my family's from new york so mm -hmm. It's a very, you know, you do it yourself. Like, you you know, mm -hmm. it, it's a very independent mm -hmm. lifestyle, right? Yeah. And 
even coming to a school in North Carolina, it was, I remember dating on campus and like dating guys and what their expectations of me was because I was a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's like rusty bus from the south. Yeah, <laughs> and it was oh well, you know, my mama did this with my and my grandparents, yeah, did, and it was your granddad was cheating in peace, right? <laughs> and and just these these um, uh, you know that southern. This is Oof. how southern boys do it, and it's southern ghetto. girls, it's and southern, being a southern belle, and all this other stuff. And I was like, Ooh. I felt sometimes I was like, well. That's not me. I don't really fit in, right. or you know, your expectations of what a wife is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not a servant, you know. Like, yes. I, you know, I, I remember uh, we had a friend, and I I remember we I think we were all like kind of at their apartment and and everything, and uh, they were cooking, and they were like, oh, you know, you gotta fix him a plate, you gotta do this, and ooh, you know, ooh, how's the first fire? I was like. Mm-hmm. I'll fix the plate if he asks. You better eat glass. But, you know, if he's able, (laughs) why wouldn't he get up and get his own plate? Right. Because, see, I'm the type, I'm like, well, what if I make his plate and he don't like it? Then I'm going to be irritated because I'm like, well, then why the hell didn't you do it yourself? Right. That's where my head goes. You were shaking the table because down here, I don't care what color you are. and, And I think maybe some cultures... You know, it's a cultural thing, but it's definitely a southern thing. Yeah. You know, your man don't make his own plate. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's yeah. supposed you, 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 if he doesn't, if you aren't making his plate, somebody else will or something. Right. Oh, just, listen, my grandma told, told us, young, don't buy no man no shoes because they walk out your life. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee you. Somebody, somebody listening knows what I'm talking about. She said, don't buy a man no shoes because they walk out, walk out your life. Don't buy a man no watch because you run out of time with him. When are they gonna run out of time with me? You know what I'm saying? But that's okay. the stuff that we were at yeah. from a young age. Yeah. And you have to pull away from that training because, you know, it's very, very misogynistic, first yes. of all. But I think we we speak to a point where, you know, our our, our mothers and grandmothers had to have men. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my grandma thought it was crazy that I had a, an infant and was going to work every day. Mm, but yeah. I'm never going to only be able to feed myself from what a man brings to the table. Oh, God, no. You that know? is a not... That... I will never forget one guy I dated. I, I'll call him I'll call him Malik this time. I'll call him <laughs> Malik this episode. I never forget one time we were kind of arguing and he said, one of the reasons why I can't be with you is because I feel like if at any moment you'll just leave because you feel like you don't need me. And I told him, I said, well, you goddamn right about that. Like, I was like, I will ne- How I have been you raised. How saying that? like two years ago but like oh I was gonna say that is amazing but it was I told him I said I you're right I told him I said oh you absolutely mm-hmm. right I said at any point in time if I am unhappy mm-hmm. if I feel like my wellness yes. is now being compromised yes. I said I will ne- there's only one person on God's green earth I will ever need and that's my mama yeah I said but I will I never I will never need you and right. you're right if I felt that urge to mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. I am and I'm not going to think twice about it and, and he, did, he didn't yeah he didn't like that because I think he also Southern. personally I think he no not unfortunately not yeah. but I think he also um, he also leeches off of women who need him and like are always and I was mm. never that and I was like it was funny because I told him I said as long as you've known me you've never known me to be that way so right. that's 
your fault right. <laughs> for dealing with me. The crazy thing is, is that perspective, what you just said, is a really, really beautiful way to see not only yourself, but everything. And yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that whole, it's like that whole now, conversation that, about people submitting, women submitting. Yeah. Submission is, is trusting you or trusting myself enough to go where you lead us. Mm. I'm not laying on my back like Ooh. no dirt dog. You rub my belly. That's not what this is. Oh, not like whatever kind of food you like. <laughs> like that's not what it is, my G. It is trusting you enough to go where you lead us. Yeah. And, and having conversation and feeling strong in our partnership. And and I want to be taken care of. I Listen. don't need to be taken care of. And the, the, <sighs> the problematic thing for I think I think men are at this sort of renaissance, this, this reconstruct well women, sorry, at this reconstruction. Of, of that point that you just brought up. Yeah. It changes the way that you date. It changes the way that you perceive dating. And it makes it ghetto because I feel like sometimes men <laughs> are not accepting of the fact that this woman doesn't need me, but she wants me. And that's a greater gift than being needed. Let if, if you men folk would see dating that way, then we could all... This should just be the last episode. Out this is just my job. We will make this the last, the, the finale. We, I feel like we could come out of those... Wheel, we could meet the edge of the forest together. Yes. I honor you if I don't need you, but I want you because needing creates a codependency that be, that mm -hmm. can become dangerous. It can be very volatile. And it can be... It can be... I tell people, I'm like... The, and I told him, I said, but that should... If anything, that should intrigue you more right because i don't need you but right. i'm here i right. want, I want to actually be here and when i want to do something i will go out of my way mm -hmm. like to make it happen when i need to do something when something feels obligatory when it feels like it's pulled like oh my god yeah then, it, then i'm doing it begrudgingly it is a gift for me to want a man or a partner mm -hmm. or you know a par whoever it is um it, it, it's just a greater thing, and I and I don't know what this egotistical thing, and maybe it's social media, just a vacuum. I think sometimes it can be. Yeah, you know, really see it from a different perspective, and I think that it would change the way that that we date. It would yeah. change. It would change the way that we hold any kind of relationship. I want to be friends with you. I want to love you. I want to be nasty with you. I want to yeah. be all these things. I know I don't want to. Even when you talk about like. I was watching a TikTok today and a man talking about, you know, how he perceives sex and, and that relationship with his woman, you know, he wants to have sex, but I think the woman in the stitch was saying, you know, she didn't feel like it, but she had to, that oh, nobody wants yeah. that kind of intimacy where it feels obligatory. Yeah. And then, you know, but, but to want to be intimate with somebody, it changes the game. And it's like, yeah. You know, if you find somebody wandering in the wilderness that has that same mindset, get out of the forest with them. I just, yeah. It would make it way less ghetto. But these men feel like they need to be needed. I'm not, you not your granddaddy. Yeah, right. Because I'm going to bust Some you in the back of, of the head with a brick if you think you finna create a family down the road. Some of y'all can't change a tire. I went to school with, we went to school with a guy. Some of he, that brother was <laughs> dating a friend and didn't know how to check. I had to check his oil. So, Eat glass. <laughs> talking about you need me. What? Y'all are embarrassing. I have, but it, it's so funny because like literally that's where I got to this place. I was like, some of y'all be talking about submission and, and the Bible and, and wanting to be needed. And I'm like, 
But when I ask you what's going on with my filter in my in my house, you don't know where the hell you, you don't know what to do, and I don't know what you to do. You don't even know where the nearest lows is. Right, I'm struggling to. I, I think that men, all men, and this is going to be very, you know, whatever. <laughs> I feel all men should have one of three characters. Mm -hmm. They should either be able to fix things automotive automotively. Okay. They need to be able to fix things around the house. So be very. Um, uh, kind of like a repair mm -hmm. or you should be able to do things electronically <laughs> it's got to be one of those three just like just like basic modeling just ba like, like i default. feel like every man your default setting you should be able to do one of those three so when i say that it's because i feel like every man should have that tactical skill where they may be like now look your car's making a sound i don't know what that is but I could wirelessly hook all of this stuff up and make sure this and we got Alexa to like, or I could fix your computer and I know how to do your Apple. Like, that's cool. Or you should be able to say, look, now electronics, we're going to have to follow the directions step by step. <laughs> but I hear the toilet is doing something weird. Let me check the back, open the lid and do something like or or to say, you know what, babe, I'm about to go ahead and walk, bring the car, push the car out of the garage. I'm gonna go ahead and wash it. Let me go ahead and change your oil because now we're not gonna pay a hundred dollars to do that. Like I just, but you, you have to have you, one of those tactical skills. A lot of these dudes don't have it. But you know what though? I even think that's I'll take it a step further. Cause I feel like I tell my in my job, I tell my customers this all the time. It's like I might not know how to fix it, mm -hmm. but I know how to bring the right resources to your table to get the job done. I feel like, and that's a part of what we consider to be submission. Again, I'm going to go back to that point mm -hmm. of, I just want to be able to go with you where you lead us. Yeah. You can lead us to a plumber. You can lead us to the geek squad, but take the initiative to get up and do it. Yeah. And I think... But I also don't want to have to always pay for everything. Like, well, you need to well, be able to pay for it. You understand? Like, I'll give y'all yeah. the benefit of the doubt that if you're not going to get under the toilet... And, and fix the bolts or whatever. Or I need you to fix one. You know. <laughs> one of the three. Puffa you or. better have a homeboy <laughs> who can. And you can't. Or that. You can't yeah. be so pressed for us to to submit. Or whatever your definition of that is. Somebody said on the internet. That you all cannot bring to women anymore. Your, your salaries. Mm. Your handiwork, you can't. You have to bring some emotional intelligence. You got to bring I something to the to the collective group. Yes. Way more than what your granddad had. Yes, you I know, will. I I will they, agree. It, it, if it's not, even if it is, you're good with your hands. Even if it, but you also need to be sound emotionally. You need to know who you are. Yeah. You need to you need to be actualized. Do the work on yourself. And you know what I will say for us modern women, if you will. <laughs> That's one thing, especially even doing this podcast and having so many conversations with men and women, you know, of all, you know, orientations. I've also realized that's one thing our generation is asking for more Emotional. that our, our, specifically our parents, I'm not even going to say our grandparents, our parents, they weren't asking those things. They weren't asking, have you dealt with your traumas? No. How do you, I, every guy I've dated, I would say since I've been in my thirties, I will ask them. How do you feel about therapy? A hundred. I'm not asking if you in therapy, I hear but I need to know how you feel yes. about therapy yes. because your response after yes. that is going to determine if this is going to be appetizers yes. or we're going to get to dessert. Yes. Period. Yes. And I think because so we're going to always, women. we're going to have an issue yes. and we're, we're, we may have to bring someone else in to moderate. Yes. And if your thoughts are, 
therapy. I ain't crazy enough. If you say that, actually, no, just the drinks. Well, exactly. Starving, okay. but just the drinks. I'll just have water and get me out of here. Right. Again, a fully actualized person. I'm not good for you. Mm-hmm. If I'm not healthy, I'm not whole. Because I can't have a picture and and have all these holes in the picture and expect you to fill them in. Yeah. Because when you leave, you know what I'm saying? You, you have to be able to do the work on yourself. Do the work for yourself. Absolutely. Because I'm not, I can't fix you. Yeah. And I think when you all talk, you know, submission, I'm not going to fix you a plate. I'm not going to fix your trauma. I'm not going to fix the things that you are responsible that for for yourself. Because if something happens to me, you know, you, you cannot put that much weight on a person. Absolutely. That is not, I don't think that that's, that's healthy for a relationship, friendship, any type of shit. You know, you got to bring your best self, not your perfect self. Yeah. But your best willing self. If you want something to work, if yeah. you, like you said, if you want to make it to dessert. And, and it, to me, it's really the willingness because it is. It is. I'm not saying every, you know, man has to have a therapist on dial, but I have to know, I have to feel comfortable that regardless of what we could go through right if we realize we've come to an impasse where we need outside help that you are going to be open to that you know like i know a lot of guys like oh yeah therapy therapy i'm like no no no. but are you doing the work that was one thing jen jen was on Mm. season one jen had such a great Mm -hmm. because she is Mm -hmm. (laughs) she Mm -hmm. is in the field and she was like, there's a lot of dudes who go to therapy and ain't doing the work. And Facts. I said, Jennifer. Facts. <laughs> I said, man. There's a lot of women who go to therapy and don't and do are the doing work. the work. Y'all sit up there, y'all put it on a t-shirt, and you'll slap words on it like my therapist says. But at the end of the day, your you therapist do the is work. telling you things, but you're not applying it to your life. So you're still out here being a problem oh, to people around you because you aren't applying anything. The first time I went... I was in college and I went to a counselor and I remember the first month she was like, so what are we doing here? Mm. She said, what are we doing here? She said, because if you're not going to do the steps you need, this is, this is technically wasting our time and I want you to get better. You say you want to get better, but you have to like, I I don't see that you've even done some of the little things. So we, she was like, we have a journey. And mm. when I actually started doing the work, not only was it so good to me, it is stuff I still use over 10 years yes, later. Listen, I know when listen, I get to my, listen. you know, I, I told you about my work. Yeah. You know, I was like, I got to a very unhealthy spot. Right. I was able to recognize that literally because of the therapy that mm-hmm. I did when I was in college. Crazy. And I said, ooh, mm. And the fact that you knew in college that you needed to talk to somebody, I didn't get there. Too. I'll be honest, no, I didn't know uh, my my mentor maybe. <laughs> really? That's, uh, okay, well, still, I my mentor didn't tell me that I needed to go, and I think oh, my mentor that's made listen, me go. My therapist, and that, when you talk about like journey, because the reality of it is that dead things don't grow, mm-hmm. and so if you are going and you're not growing, you're not applying those things. You know, like you're essentially that's a dead thing. Yeah. And shouts out to, I won't drop their name, but yeah. my, my therapist, you know, fantastic. And I feel like there is, she makes me acknowledge and she holds me accountable, but there has been so much work that I've had to do. Yeah. One thing I will say with respect to dating, had I not taken the time to heal, apply what I learned, give myself time and do the work. Whatever that looks like for you, it might not be with a therapist, and it probably should be. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'm always gonna be a proponent of therapy, but you know, you you can't come to a person 
Yeah. And you can't be anything for a person. You can't come, you can't, you can't do it. You can't be in a relationship with someone if you have not done the work. And I will say, just like that shade, not what shade tweet, but, you know, I know a good bit of people, you know, friends, family, and just people just sit back and watch that made hasty decisions, you know, got married because, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. their homeboys, homegirls got married, they picked up whatever. Or being they, in the church. I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of the pressures. Of ch- yeah. I, look, I tell people all the time, the church I went to in college and grad school, that's all it was. <laughs> you already know. It was all... I remember there were so many like that though. It, it, it was almost so like heavy. Yeah, it was looking back because I think who was I talking to? I think I was talking to Sierra about it, and we were talking about that. Like looking back, it was, it was they were so heavy on grooming us to be wives. I re- I have a book yes. in my little library. That I got from First Lady who was like, this is how you become a... And, oh. and listen... It was, they were so serious. And no shade, I, again. No I shade love, I love my those. church. Yeah. But, you know, you see those, you know, how to be those virtuous woman conferences mm-hmm. and all those things. And it's like, Same. you know, you think about even when we were in youth groups at my church as a kid, you had the celibacy... The, the mm-hmm. keep your flower conversations with yeah. the women while the men while the boys would not play basketball, and so it puts this pressure on us. That's why you at your big age think you're gonna Listen. act like your granddaddy, but I gotta be humble in a nightgown with your yams and your chicken like your grandma. Listen. Where is the accountability for the men? <laughs> Eat glass, nigga. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's yes. infuriating. It, let me tell the you how it starts early for us. It is so infuriating. It's so funny. I had Michelle on last season, and that's literally what we talk about. We we talk about it. I think even now that we're getting older, because I think we're realizing, realizing it. Because yep. in the time, I think it was just like you're there, you're in a very spiritual mm-hmm. place, and you're you're trying to be. Mm-hmm. You, we we was at White Bar on on Thursday, yes, Friday, Saturday, but I'm here. <laughs> On, on Sunday, Sunday <laughs> praise because the Lord. you don't you don't stray from it, right? Um, <laughs> so, but we but talked about how that, that's what I will never forget. Me and Sierra went to a, a at the church. It was like Valentine's Day, and they had a a a, a, a dating thing for us women. Oh, get them! And it was all of us there learning about how to have women. A, this oh, it was the where women. were the men, girl? What about two at three of them? And guess what happened? Me and Sierra was there. We took two pictures, had us a little plate. I said, look, let's go ahead and eat something. I already got the bottle in the car. We're going to White Bar. Fast. And we left. We got right on 147. <laughs> and 40. We got it right on over to Chapel Hill. Exactly. I have a I have a picture on Facebook right now wow. of me and Sierra. And I love her death. And she's going to be like, Shawnee, you are so stupid. <laughs> we have a picture literally in church and a picture of us at the club. Yes, it's the same club. <laughs> what was it changing? Are you kidding? The reason why we went out was because we looked so good. Because your club clothes were basically you were, they were, you they were, were business casual. Business casual. <laughs> <You're> stupid. <laughs> it was business casual. I had, it's still That's on wild. Facebook to That's this wild. day. That's the wild. same wild day, shit. same outfit. Because but, yes, I was in the club. I was but the men were the already there, and it's just like yeah. you know. It's, because you know the funny thing is. The point of what they were trying to do at church, I could find it in the club. Because mm-hmm. all the niggas is in the club. They wasn't in the church because, like you said, we are groomed. And I'll, I'll be very specific to the African-American experience Ooh, in church. Jesus. Jesus. 
you're groomed to even how we think about ourselves. I, I was just talking to somebody else. I was like, remember, you know, the term fast. Oh, you know, don't be too fast. Hey. Don't be fast. They don't tell boys they, they fast. Don't. Because you think about it. Me and my sister were just having this conversation. It's like, y'all sexualize yeah. little, little girls. girls. Yep. Very, very early. And you don't. But you want him to have a boyfriend. You're going to tell him he's going to mm -hmm. be a heartbreaker. Mm -hmm. and, it, and we go along this track until we yep. get to our big age. And it never hits the men until it hits them. But yeah. we work so hard to be groomed, to yeah. be the perfect wife, to be the Mrs. Better Half, that when they finally wake up and say, eh, I want to be a husband. They spin around and they get to pick any of us out of the garden yeah. because all of us have been groomed. Are just waiting and, and we're just waiting. In whether the they love us or not, yeah. whether they're passionate about us or not, they were like, yeah. um, she gonna make my yeah. chicken. She gonna bring my plate because we've all been doing it. I think the funniest thing that recently happened was when um, DJ MV and his wife Gia, Are um, they. They, I think they did like a book tour or something and it went viral because she talked about how they've been together, I guess since they were like in high school yeah. or college and she never had an orgasm until she was later in the oh, marriage. I saw that. And, and I didn't read their Nigga, book and I, I didn't die deep, but I thought what was, people were like, oh my God, so crazy. I said, there's nothing about that that's shocking. No, it's not. Women, it's young not. girls, it's especially, especially black it's girls, not. we are not allowed to explore or understand our sexuality, no. let alone if we do it in college, no. because we're going to be called uh -huh. every type of hoe Listen. there is. Let's Listen. not act like Honesty Box and Juicy Campus didn't happen. Yes. Calling girls X, Y, and Z. Yes. I don't remember there yes. being a list of all the hoes of the boys' dorm. No, because all the niggas was hoes. Because we hooked up. All them niggas was hoes. Y'all niggas are still hoes. You old hoes. Some of y'all old. And pinky rings in the club, you old hoes. Not and only are some of y'all old hoes, but some of y'all still be sliding in DMs. Some of y'all are and married hoes. And I don't hoes. appreciate it. <laughs> because, again, that goes back to that point of... Y'all decided, oh, I'll be a husband, and you picked uh -huh. whoever was in the room, and you weren't necessarily, you didn't take the time to figure out who you were and what you really wanted, the kind of woman partner that you wanted to have. Not woman, but partner that you wanted to have. Yeah. So you picked anybody, and we still get the short end of the stick. That woman talking about she been married, been with that man. I know they're like in their 40s. Yeah, I think and it's And you ain't like had no orgasm? When she said that, and I mean, she, I know she tried to like clear it up later. She's like, hell. no, that was when we were younger. She's I was lying. like, I said the same thing. I said, sis, you probably just started. Like, there's something about the story. I said, I, this but, don't sound But right. what's even more offensive is that he was not ever groomed to care nope. about the pleasure of another woman, no, of, of a woman, of a partner. Yeah. I do think what that men now shape. are becoming a little more evolved. I, I will say that I think a lot, not all of them, Ooh, but I have okay. found more, I, not all, but I have found that nowadays men are asking a little bit more. They're a little more like in this. tune. Yeah, with, I, with what you like, but it wasn't, it wasn't always like that because folks was just throwing it around <laughs> in the dorms. Like we was just doing the but, best we could. But you know what though? I knew a lot of people were out there, you know, rolling around and doing whatever, but I don't remember hearing a lot of women enjoying it. Oh God, no. I don't remember. Now I know like a couple of my homegirls are like, he knocked it out the frame. He's doing a great job. It was very, but that was few and far very between. Very few and far between. Now if you're in your 20s, right? And then, you know, you, you get married, you, you enter into these relationships and it's just like, 
like, ugh, the grooming, yeah. the training, all the things that we are primed to do to make him feel good. Imagine being married that long. They got like 37 Ooh, kids. They have 50 They got 11. an army of children. A battalion it's a gang. of children. And you mean to tell me that you, your, your, your vagina, your clitoris is dead? Like what? He don't just yeah. know where it is. Yeah, that was, I remember when that Why happened and it was wild to me but it also like i said it was one of those things i'm like i'm not surprised we aren't as women specifically black women this is why we're not fun. we're not expected to enjoy it enjoy to be in tune with our sexuality mm -hmm. in any way shape or form nor are we um even those who do explore it more or right. would like to right you're just so tight with and who that could be with and I, it's tough i personally had to apologize because I was so ingrained, like deep in my training. I personally mm -hmm. had to apologize to women that we went to school with that I, you know, I probably said you were a hoe or I said you were this. I said, and the reality of it is, is that you were at a point wow. that I'm just now getting to. Not to say that I'm out here, mm -hmm. you know, dipping in. And if you do, you manage your yeah. box how you want to manage your box. Absolutely. But you, were, you had an awareness that we were still walking around in our training blind, mm -hmm. thinking that you were a hoe because you were sexually aware. You knew what you wanted and what you deserved and what you wanted to try and not try. Yeah. And now we here, we, here I am, 117 years old, just figuring <laughs> it out. You yeah. know, hats off to you, Pooh, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Because I was deep into that. Sex is nasty. If you do it a lot, you're a hoe. He won't make you a wife. Mm. But that's not the prize. Sure wasn't. Be a hoe. Because I'm telling you this, it's a lot of married hoes, a lot of unmarried hoes. It's, and that was, yeah, nothing will stop y'all. Being a wife is not the prize. Yep. Because your man is still going to be a hoe if he wants to be mm -hmm. a hoe. Especially if he is a hoe. If he is a hoe. That's <laughs> in him. Down. You know, and, and, you know, again, like you were saying earlier about your homegirl, you know, people you, not even homegirl, people you knew that knew they shouldn't have gotten married. These men are oh, yeah. the same thing. But it's not going to stop them. Oh, Because, not. again, they're going to take a picture with them babies on mm -hmm. the holidays. They're going to be in the realtor's office holding the keys up, talking about brand new uh -huh. home. They're going to be standing on the lot with you. And they still going to be in your DMs talking about, girl, you going to get me into trouble. No, nigga. You getting your You got yourself into right. trouble because you settled for something you should have never settled for. Why are you here? Right. right. Like, it ain't my responsibility to cover my cheeks up in tone because you mad that you had 37 kids. Child. And you don't really want to have sex with her no more. And I recently had one time. Was, and I and guess he went straight. It got screenshotted, went straight in the group chat. <laughs> it got screenshotted, went right into the group chat. Because it was. Doing it. Right. And all the women know. Y'all have experienced it. Yeah. Right. I, get the, I get the, oh, you still, man, I knew I should have wiped you, sir. You have three kids already. And you're right. uh, technically, as of Facebook today. Jeez. still conjoined and married right <laughs> and 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 so many of us will get mad at women you know for even talking about the fact that that married men will do this because again a lot of people are not happy yeah and that's okay to be not happy but what are you gonna do about it yeah but so many women will point the finger at other women and so not it's not my responsibility to respect your, your covenant right. y'all sat up there before god and, and your tt and your your mm -hmm. me, your gaga or whoever mm -hmm. and and made his great grandma to made she rest yeah, in peace. Like, that ain't and, you know dance with my father at the wedding y'all did mm -hmm. that i wasn't there yeah that's his responsibility to respect that y'all need to address your unhappiness and why you did it in the first place and you know, again, I'm going to go on vacation and, yeah. you know, all these thighs and, and whatever else. And, sir, 
you know, be deal better. with yourself. Right. And that look. And and when this look, some of y'all we've been talking about a little homecoming prep. Be better. Listen, we, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have a whole episode I about have, how y'all got to be better. I have been very it. naive about that, but the reality really? is, yeah, I haven't heard a lot about that. But yeah. I know that it happens. Like y'all be rolling down. Man. I know it happens at Jiho, <laughs> but you know, a little more wholesome. I'm just kidding. No shade. Um, but, I'm sitting there like, I have looked you dead in the eye, homecoming. How you tell me you don't know what's going on? I promise you, I, 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 I've heard it. and But y'all, some of y'all are like, mm. leaving your rings in the car. Try that and trying to pull back. But, you know, that's, that's another conversation. Deal with your unhappiness. And stop making it ghetto for the rest of us. Because we're trying to get our shit together. <laughs> and y'all are being counterproductive. Please, oh go God. home. Your kids have school. Listen. <laughs> Ashley, I absolutely adore you. (laughs) This has been such a great, great (laughs) conversation and insight. And this has just been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot laugh. Yes, I appreciate it. Look, but before I let you go, the Mm -hmm. last question I always ask is, what what advice would your 30-year-old self, 30-something-year-old self, give your 20-something-year-old self? And it can be about a little bit of anything, but what advice would you give yourself? Hmm. Um, ease up. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would probably tell myself to ease up. You know, there is nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong, Ashley, with tearing down all these things you thought were right and reconstructing, you know, what your path looks like for yourself. You know, again, this is your experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, take your time. Be gentle with yourself. Spend mm-hmm. time with yourself. Um, and figure out who you are. Because you you don't know. Um, and that's okay. And I think I, I definitely would have really, really just harped on the fact that it doesn't have to look like what they told you. Mm. Nothing in your life has to look like what they told you. Um, and again, you cannot ask people for directions to places they've never been and nobody has been where you're going. You're the first person to go. And I think that would have made all the difference for me, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) You're giving me all the Ayala films. (laughs) Listen, this was such a great conversation. So needed. Um, and, and and I really just appreciate your openness and, and willingness to share. That was it was absolutely beautiful. Thank you for um, I was gonna say you're not on social media, so people. <clears throat> no. No. So I mean, I'm be on the Twitter cutting up, but that's about it. I got off of Instagram because y'all really don't want me to find out either. what's going on. <laughs> I'll be finding out in like three minutes, so I just need to to pull back. And I also, you know, I'm not. I don't have anything to. and then there's that that's fine um but of course you know everyone you know all the listeners all those out there make sure you continue to listen to dating over 30 sucks you can also follow on instagram at dating over the number 30 sucks s-u-c-k-s on instagram on twitter it's dating over the number 30 s-u-x had a great conversation my wine glass is almost empty but it's we gonna have a little bit more but i absolutely adore you i thank you so much for being on here we had a great conversation we had some libations we talked about some situations too 
Um, but yes, thank you so much, my guest Ashley. Thank y'all for listening. More episodes to come. Everyone have a good one. Bye. Bye.